0: Hi, I'm Phanam.
1: Hi, I'm Mardis.
0: And today we're going to talk about the future of humans. We're going to be 10 billion people by 2058. Amazing resource technologies are going to be developed in the next few decades in order to ensure that we sustain ourselves and that we thrive in the future.
1: First, let's talk about being healthy and feeling normal. Ancient Chinese medicine considered the beginning of health as the absence of disease. Doctors at the time were paid if the emperor's family and himself were both healthy.
0: And who knows what happened when they were not healthy.
1: Today, we pay our doctors to diagnose and fix our diseases. And over time, we've developed an understanding of preventative care and holistic health. The World Health Organization defines health as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity.
0: In order to be healthy and feel normal, humans have to go through four steps. First, let's talk about awareness. You're probably wearing one of those smartwatches, Fitbits and Apple Watches, that tell you whether or not you've drunk enough water or you've slept well last night. This kind of information is very useful for you to be on top of things and make sure that in the long term, you are in awareness of your health.
1: Let's talk about convenience. Now our healthcare systems are oftentimes pretty overwhelmed. How quickly can I see the doctor if I do have an emergency? Sometimes we have to travel hours in remote locations. Maybe it's even days. What happens when we introduce technologies that help diagnose these conditions remotely? This is called telemedicine. You could actually order a home test kit that's shipped to you. You can do the test, ship it back to your doctor, and they could diagnose from miles away. The next level of telemedicine is like what we see in the PillBot. It's not your traditional pill. It actually is kind of like a small submarine. It's got propellers and a camera, so it can move around in your body and start to understand what's going on. But this is all being controlled remotely by a doctor with a game controller. They can start to prescribe the right actions. Do they need to come into the hospital immediately or do they need to take a drug? This is the future of telemedicine.
0: The future of being healthy and feeling normal is about empowerment. Nobody wants to depend on a family member or caretakers to open a box or use a product What we really want to do is to bring normalcy and independence to the people who otherwise wouldn't have it. And one of the examples that we have here is the Cala Health Wearable that we designed here at Nonfiction. Every aspect of the design, from opening the box, to putting on the watch, to controlling uh, the level of tremors and then charging the product, has been designed so someone with severe tremors can do it by themselves.
1: Let's talk about personalization in healthcare. We think about closed-loop systems and we've certainly designed a number of them here at Nonfiction. In closed-loop systems, we use wearables or sensors of some type, oftentimes an implant, to gather data about your body. And in real time, that data is fed back to a device that helps to support your health or your performance. The ultimate in personalization is what we call CRISPR technology. Now imagine if you've inherited a disease Doctors can go in and they can slice the DNA, replace the unhealthy genes with healthy genes, and potentially eliminate disease altogether.
0: All of this puts on the table the idea of nature versus nurture. What if the future of human health was nature working together with nurture? The transformative technology revolution focuses on wellness instead of just eliminating disease. People are feeling empowered because they can do something about their own health. Seeing the results of one's efforts helps motivate them. It also helps trigger behavior change, and it helps influence other people to do better for
1: themselves. Let's talk about turning humans into superhumans. Now, so far we've talked about health and well-being, but the future of the human species will rely on technology, performance, longevity, and survival on and off planet.
0: First, let's talk about resources. All of the wonderful technology we're talking about will require a lot of energy. Energy needs to be available, it needs to be affordable, and it also needs to be renewable as much as possible. Next, we're going to talk about nutrition. You've probably heard the expression, you are what you eat. If you eat healthy food, you're more likely to stay healthy the rest of your life. If you eat bad food every day, you will see the consequences of that later in life with diabetes, obesity, As we grow in population on this planet, we want to make sure that every single person has access to that nutrition. Lastly, everybody needs a safe space to sleep at night, a safe space to live during the day or work or take care of their families. But once in a while, nature or climate change changes our plan. We need to make sure that the infrastructure is strong enough to prevent us from disaster.
1: Turning humans into superhumans will require a lot of technology. Medications as we use them today, we just a pill and it's spread throughout the entire body. Now this opens the door for a lot of side effects. The future of medicine is hyper-targeted. We're only affecting the area of the body that has the disease and letting everything else exist normally.
0: Now let's talk about performance. And here what we're really talking about is how to turn functions into super functions. One of the great examples we have is the history of prosthetics. Prosthetics were originally created to fill the gap where limbs were missing. And then over time, we developed new materials and new geometries and new manufacturing processes in order to amplify that performance. And you can see this in Paralympic athletes, for example, where they can run and jump even faster and higher than the average person. Beyond physical performance, prosthetics can be turned into pieces of art, as shown with Emmy Mullins, an ex-athlete in the Paralympics who collaborated with artist Matthew Barney to create glass legs or cheetah legs. Another incredible thing that's happening in the world of prosthetics is the connection between the mind and the human body. You can think that you're moving your arm and moving your fingers and then grab onto an apple or someone's handshake, and it can happen. You are no longer limited to the pre-programmed movements that an engineer has created for you.
1: Think about the whole body. Can we develop a prosthetic for that? For instance, uh, Sigourney Weaver, she jumped into an exoskeleton to battle for her life against aliens. Now that was sci-fi, right? But it gave her performance and strength and agility that she didn't normally have. Applied this technology to industrial settings, and now workers can be stronger, they can be more efficient, and they can prevent injury.
0: Now let's talk about longevity. This is the idea of adding years to our lives while staying healthy much longer. Albert de Grey, one of the co-founders of Methuselah Foundation, talks a lot about longevity. And if you ask him, what should I do today to live longer and have a healthier life, he will tell you, all you have to do is do what your mother tell you. Reduce stress, you have to eat well, you have to sleep well, you have to make sure that you're challenged once in a while, and that's pretty much it. You can also take inspirations from the Blue Zones, which are places all over the world where there's a concentration of centenarians. And these places have a lot of things in common, like these people move their bodies their whole life, they have a plant-forward diet, they live in supportive communities, they downshift, they drink a little bit of alcohol but not to excess, and then they live with purpose. Let's talk about survival on and off this planet. Living in space is really hard. Our bodies are not designed to thrive in microgravity, being exposed to dangerous levels of radiation, or being isolated from humans and nature. In the future, people will travel in space the same way they're traveling aboard an airplane today. And then over time, we'll travel farther and farther in the solar system, perhaps settling on places like Mars. But for that to happen, we need to reproduce. One of the current technologies we can look into is ectogenesis. Ectogenesis is the idea of growing a fetus in a sack instead of um, the mother's womb. And this has been done on mammals like sheep so far and it has been successful. This type of technology sounds very controversial if we ever apply it to humans, but it's one of those things we need to seriously think about if we ever want to ensure the survival of our species beyond planet Earth.
1: Thank you for joining us on this uh, episode about the future of humans. Put a comment below, tell us what you think. Until next time, bye-bye.